This podcast is presented by the Miami Rescue Mission Broward Outreach Centers, also known as The Caring Place, www.caringplace.org. Welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program with all the good news and more. Brought to you by the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers, where caring for the needy, feeding the hungry, and changing lives happens every day. Now here are your hosts for Mission Possible, Ron and Marilyn Brummett. Good morning, South Florida, and welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program brought to you by the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. We are known as the Caring Place and have been caring for the homeless and needy here in South Florida for 99 years. Next year will be our 100-year centennial celebration. Good morning again. I'm Ron Brummett. I happen to be the president. And what an honor, what a joy it is to join you this Sunday morning. This is Mission Possible, the good news program, even when the world seems to be falling apart and things are just not going right and, and everywhere you turn, you're getting a big dose of bad news on this program you're going to hear good news and you know we need that in our makeup in our life you know it's one thing to to be shuttered in for the covid virus and you see what happened with people the suicide um rates were higher um, people were more depressed uh, families were fighting and arguing domestic violence was up because people were despondent and we hear about news like that all during the week. We need a reprieve from that. And that's why it's healthy to get out and do something. Turn your phones off. Turn your TVs off. Turn your media devices off. And just enjoy your family or enjoy a hobby or maybe just sleep. Uh, but this morning you're going to hear good things that are happening. You know, we serve the homeless and needy. We've been doing it, as I said, for 99 years. We started in Miami in 1922. And then in 1992, we moved to Broward and we have centers in Broward and in Miami. We serve men, women, and children of all ages, nationalities, creeds, colors, uh, genders. What uh, We serve everybody. Uh, we serve a mighty God. We are a Christian organization. And we do believe that God has a plan for everyone. Uh, when you come through our doors, though, we are not going to beat you up with the Bible. Uh, we're going to love you just as you are. And we have volunteers from all faith groups and non-faith groups. And uh, we we just want to see people that are hurting, that are broken, that have given up on life, that you may see as you travel across the roads uh, in, our, in our counties. You see them begging on a street corner or maybe laying on a bus bench. Uh, you, we want to help those people. And we want to make sure that they give them every opportunity to, to be able to become successful again in life. You know, when people come through our doors, by the way, uh, either in our Miami centers or Broward centers, it's not just about, you know, I want to change my life. Many times, often, it is because people are hungry, they're tired, they're wet, their clothes are soaked, uh, they're fleeing domestic violence. Uh, something has happened in their life where they want help. And uh, they, they don't want to stay on the streets. They want to they get something to eat, but they also want to do it their way. In other words, they don't want to have rules, regulations, or anything like that in many cases. And our programs are not set up for that. When you come into our programs, uh, we want to make sure that everyone feels safe and secure. We want to make sure that people that are there want to be there. And even if they come in for maybe two weeks and then leave again, at least during those two weeks, they've not been on the streets. They've gotten themselves uh, a little bit more food. Maybe they've taken some medical attention. There's always a positive outcome to what we do. We're not all about just feeding people and feeding people and feeding people. Uh, we want to do that. Last year, we served uh, close to 900,000 meals. But we also know that that is a gateway 
to someone's heart, to someone's mind. You know, it's very, very difficult to talk about uh, about change with anyone when they're miserable, when they just don't feel like they can go on, uh, when they're just beat up. And so we want to make sure that they have a hot meal, a change of clothes, a shower, hygiene products are given to them so they can wash their hair and brush their teeth. And then uh, we want to be able to sit with them and say, you know something, today's a good day. You had a good meal, but uh, we also have programs here. Would you like to come off the streets today? And that's what we've been trying to do and, and will continue to do until our vision that no one is homeless uh, materializes. You know, you can help us, especially during these hot, hot summer months, these rainy months. Uh, up north, of course, they have the dreaded cold winter weather uh, where you see the homeless freezing in the snow and outdoors. And down here, it's different. It's all muggy and hot, and, and people just get tired of wearing clothes that are soaked. And one way you can help us is to help us financially, and that is to go to our website at caringplace.org slash July. That's caringplace.org slash July. And that will take you to a special donation page. Uh, we we like to have uh, people come around us all during the year. We like volunteers to come and help us all during the year. And last year that was kind of cut back because of COVID. We weren't uh, we didn't want to have people come and be exposed to somebody that may have the virus or maybe expose others to the virus. But this year, this summer, we have started opening up our doors, even with the uh, precautions that we've been hearing in the news. We want people to come back and maybe teach a class. Uh, serve a meal, uh, work with our children. Uh, this past week, we had a great group from Faith Life Church. Actually, they were from over in Northport area in, in Florida, and they came and they redid a couple of our rooms for our women's center and did got ready for our, our back-to-school bash for our children, and they made a special trip. I mean, they they left early in the morning and sp- spent two days there at the, at the building and the facilities and, and really worked hard on the third day and left that third day. And uh, we see that happening all during the year. Now, you don't have to have such an ambitious project as that, uh, but we certainly could use your talents, your abilities, and your skills uh, in our work to help the homeless um, become non-homeless, have homes, and also become successful in life. So while you're at our website, while you're at caringplace.org, look at the volunteer opportunities and how you too can become a volunteer. There is a background screening that has to be done, an application process, and an orientation. is uh, It's not difficult. It's just we want to make sure that we have the right people in our buildings. And um, so Again, go to caringplace.org. Uh, I mentioned earlier that we're having a summer bash. Our, we have our Christmas in July celebration. It's all during the month of July. Uh, we're giving out clothes and food baskets and having food drive-bys, and we're getting ready for a big sh- sneaker drive. We still need sneakers uh, to be given out. Last year, I think it was 600 pairs of sneakers, brand-new sm- sneakers, not used ones, uh, to school children so they could start off the school year. And then we follow that up with school supplies and book bags so they're very well equipped. And that's not only for the women and children in our centers, you know, our kids in our centers, but also in the community. And so we've done this for many, many years. We've got some great partners, but we're still accepting sneaker donations. Uh, you can go to our website at caringplace.org up through the 30th. 
and we're also looking for school supplies. It's amazing when you see a child receive a book bag full of supplies and those brand new sneakers, and the parents are so appreciative. You know, uh, we're still going through harsh economic times. Inflation has taken uh, us by storm. Prices have risen in our supermarkets and our stores. And so this is another way that we can share God's love in a very practical way is to help children start off the school year right. We don't know if that's going to be with mask or without mask yet, uh, but we want them to have a good start off. You know, many years ago uh, with what some of our kids in our one of our centers, I was talking to them. And we're, we're getting ready to hand out some school supplies and their and their sneakers. And one little girl told me, she said, you know, I moved around so much. And last year I went to school. All I had was a crayon. I thought maybe that was pretty unbelievable. But it turned out to be true. I talked to her mom. They said they were fleeing a very bad situation. And they were going. They actually had gone from someone's house into another person's house. And they ended on the streets. And they found out about us. And they got involved with our program. And, and so what a joy that is. And we can't do all that we do without our volunteers, our supporters, our donors, and our faith partners. So thank you so much. God bless you and your loved ones as you think of others. And if you know, if you haven't volunteered for a while or you haven't done anything to help someone in great need, uh, again, you can visit our website at caringplace.org to make a donation. Or I would just encourage you to get involved with something that really speaks to your heart. You know, what what maybe you have, maybe someone in your family has dealt with cancer and you want to make a difference for that. You know, all these organizations, especially the nonprofit ones, look for people to help them. You know, you see the walkathons, you see the, the marathons, uh, they have special drives. We have drives all during the year. You don't even have to come on campus. Uh, to one of our centers to help us. We can have, you can have a food drive, a hygiene drive, a toy drive, a school supply drive, sneaker drive. And again, it's all about uh, helping someone in great need. Uh, we can't do it without you. So please go to our website at caringplace.org for $2.10. You'll be providing one meal. So for $21, you'll be providing 10 meals to help someone. And some of them, some people that are listening, I, I know can do much more than that. So stay tuned right here on News Radio 610 WIOD for more Mission Possible. Leanne Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate for the Miami Rescue Mission and the Broward Outreach Centers. I'm excited. We have on the phone with us today our wonderful Jose Soto from State Farm. Welcome, Jose. How are we doing? I'm doing awesome. Thank you so much, Leon, for inviting me to the show. I appreciate it. Oh, it's always a pleasure. You know, we love you. We love our friends at State Farm. We are excited to have you. And uh, tell me what is new. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, school just ended probably uh, less than a month ago. And guess what? We're, we're getting ready to go back to school again. Uh, <laughs> there's a huge need in, in schools these days. A lot of schools uh, will, will be accepting kids again. Uh, so uh, a lot less virtual stuff. So State Farm is doing, I'm partnering again with the Miami Rescue Mission to do a back-to-school drive. We're going to be doing a back-to-school drive. Um, there'll be agents all over uh, Miami-Dade and Broward County that will be collecting school supplies this year. Um, also, if you like, uh, instead of donating a school supply, you can make a monetary donation directly to the Miami Rescue Mission or to the agent, and they'll purchase the school supplies on your behalf so we can donate them to the mission. So we'll be doing this to help out a lot of kids out there that they need your support, especially those that are, that are helped by the Miami Rescue Mission. Absolutely. And we are very thankful. I mean, we know, right, 
I'm sure our listeners understand the need in our community. Many people lost uh, their jobs, their employment uh, due to the pandemic. Uh, many people are still struggling, right? Um, obviously, the ones that had debt in the family and so on and so forth. I mean, we have had a rough 2020 and 2021. We're still dealing with it, right? Uh, with the aftermath and, and we still, you know, we, the, the pandemic is still a reality. So we want to help uh, those families that are low income in our communities that need this help. And so we are getting ready, Jose, to, to serve 500 to 700 families in, in the counties of Miami-Dade County and Broward County as well. And we are doing a registration. The families will register and we are going to provide them with backpacks, with school supplies, with new sneakers to go back to school for the children. So stay farm like every year. I mean, you guys do it every single year. You're coming alongside of us, like many of our volunteers and supporters. And I hope our listeners can do something as well. Right. And we're simply getting the materials and the items together so that we can help these families. And so if anyone that is listening, Jose, if they want to do it through State Farm and they can do it through either State Farm or they can do it through us, what do you suggest that they do? How can they go about it? It is super simple. Uh, they can go to any participating State Farm agent. If they're not, they don't know, they can just contact me directly, Jose Soto, or just visit an agent and uh, you can drop off school supplies there. Uh, like you mentioned, sneakers, uh, new clothing, notebooks, backpacks, you name it. Uh, the agents will accept it. Uh, our agents are not only helping the Miami Rescue Mission, but our agents are also supporting two additional organizations too in the, in the community. So you can designate how you want your donation to be made. So if you want your donation to go straight to the Miami Rescue Mission, just let the agent know. The other two groups that our agents are supporting in Broward County is the Broward Education Foundation to help out Broward County schools. And then also Teach for America in Miami-Dade, which focuses on, on 13 different inner city schools to help out families and teachers in those schools with school supplies. So it's really simple. Uh, you can contact me directly. I can lead you to the nearest State Farm agent or you can visit a State Farm agent in your area uh, and drop off the school supplies. We'll be collecting until August 9th uh, school supplies. Um, also, for those of you out there that want to take advantage of the sales tax holiday. This year, Florida back to school sales tax holiday runs from July 31st to August 9th. Uh, so folks can take advantage and buy school supplies without having to pay sales tax. So if you want to wait till that time to do that, you can do it also, or if you can do it beforehand, again, it's up to you. The important thing is to do something to help out. The need, like Leanne said, is very great this year. And you know what? You you spend twenty dollars, you spend twenty five, you spend a hundred, whatever your heart tells you to spend, right? But at the end of the day, you're making such an impact, and you're making such a difference in someone else's life. I mean, you may think, oh, but it's not that much, or I only want to spend this much, and I really know that it's not. Please, please, do not have that mentality. Every dollar counts. Every school supply counts. If you prefer to do a donation. If you prefer to make a donation directly to the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers, you can go ahead and do so. If you prefer to do a donation, make a donation to State Farm so that they can purchase the school supplies, you can do so as well. I mean, there's so many opportunities and so many options and choices nowadays, right? Find it in your heart to say, you know, count your blessings, 
where you are in life and then say, you know what, let me do something. It's so important. I mean, as a mother of one child, I remember when my daughter, every time the school year was going to begin, uh, Jose, I'm sure you can relate to that as well. They want everything new. They want the new backpack. They want the new shoes. They want the new supplies. This is something that every child that I know, this is like their dream, right? They don't want to have to use the backpack that is dirty from the, from the, from the prior year. They want something new and shiny, right? Because they're excited oh, right. about a new beginning. And we want them to succeed. I mean, at the end of the day, this is our future. This is the, 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 you know, the generation that would lead this country in 10, 5, whatever many years from now. So if you're able to help a child succeed in school, join Miami Rescue Mission, Safe Farm, any other organization that is helping uh, for this cause, right? And I know Jose that mm -hmm. you guys are also doing it for other agencies. It's not just us, which is very nice of you. Right. And let me tell you, it is so simple. Like you were saying, you know, a lot of the kids, you know, they, they, they want something new and a lot of the stores and you can go to any of the big stores, they're having all kinds of sales. They'll start having sales probably sometime in July and August for back to school. So take advantage of these sales uh, or, you know, even ask, for example, your employer, if you plan to make a donation directly to the Miami Rescue Mission, a lot of employers out there will match your donation. So if you can give them, you know, $25 or $50 or whatever it is, ask your employer to see if they'll match that donation. So then you just double that donation. I know State Farm does that for its employees, and we're encouraging our employees and agents if, if they don't want to or are not able to uh, make a, a, an actual physical donation or buy items to go ahead and just make that donation online to the Miami Rescue Mission, and then we'll match their donation. Many employers will do that, but it's, it's as simple as asking them. Can they do that? Uh, and and you'd be surprised. It is it is yeah. such a no brainer, no brainer. Yeah. Thank you for yeah. mentioning that because that is important. And I know State Farm is a leading uh, agency in our community who actually will match the donations of their employees. And thank you so much for that. We love State Farm because of that and many other reasons. But but also when you talk to your people at work, okay, maybe not even matching money wise, but if you tell your teammates and you tell your supervisor or the manager and you say, listen. I, I really want to work with these organizations that are helping children succeed in school. They may be able to help you by giving you some items or by allowing you to put a box in the lobby so people can drop off the donations. I've seen it sometimes in restaurants, in churches, in, in any public establishment that receives visitors, right? Because, again, it's a no-brainer, and you're giving someone an opportunity to make a difference in a child's life, okay, in a, in a child that is not – his or her fault that the family was struggling during last year or that someone in the family died or there was a tragedy or, you know, this child is so innocent, right? Because they cannot do for, the, for themselves. So find it in your heart, make a donation, go to State Farm, go to Miami Rescue Mission, find an agency that is helping children uh, succeed in school. Jose, you guys are always such a good role model in our community. Uh, I always say it. I'm, I'm a customer. I can say that. I love Safe Farm because of the service that you provide with insurance. Uh, but the involvement in the community is really priceless. Thank you so much for joining us. We love you and we hope to see you again soon.
Leanne Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate for the Miami Rescue Mission and the Broward Outreach Centers. I am so excited. We have with us over the phone today, Rhodesia Strong, and she is here to talk about a beautiful event that she's doing and why she's doing it and what made her plan this event. Rhodesia, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. Yes, Urban and Community Outreach Squad, UCOS, is launching Campaign 21 on August the 7th, 2021, at the Betty T. Ferguson Community Center, 3300 Northwest 199th Street, from 3 o'clock p.m. to 6 p.m. And what inspired me to do this event is because so many things are happening in our community, in our city, and because I have such compassion for families and children and youth, uh, I was inspired to do this event, which we are going to be uh, educating our families and children on the importance of the things that are going on in our community to bring closer to some of the things. Uh, we're going to have great speakers there. They're going to speak on different issues. And also, we're going to be giving out some items for back to school to from kindergarten through uh, senior high school. That's amazing. So the people that would be in attendance, these are individuals from the community, right? Uh, yes. Do they need to register before going? Yes, please register because we want to know how many bags that we need to pack. We don't want anyone to be left out. So they can register if they go to ucoastnow.org, they can register there. Now, if anyone is listening and you're driving at this moment and you were not able, and we'll say it again before the interview is over, uh, but if you're not able now to make a note of that website that she just gave us, you can call me here at the mission, Leanne. I have all the information. I have the flyer for the event. So in case you're driving, you cannot take it down. Call me and I'll give you the info. Now, Rhodesia, tell me something. So people are going to register. They're going to show up to this event. You're going to have stuff to give away to you know the individuals that would be in attendance. This is really wonderful. Now, walk me through the time. What time is this event on August the 7th? It starts at 3 o'clock p.m. 3 o'clock, okay. And uh, the great speakers that you have, can you mention some of them? What are, where, what are they going to be speaking about? Well, some, want, some of the speakers uh, will be speaking on uh, early child development. I'm going to be speaking on different things that are going on in our community, how to uh, bring some closure to some of, the, some of the things that we are encountering, especially with our younger generation. We have speakers going to be speaking by, on different, different topics that deals with the family and that deal with today's issues that we are encountering. That's amazing because there is so much going on, right? We can all yes. agree that, you know, with the pandemic, um, with the, you know, the things that have happened in our society, in our, in our own very own community. I mean, the surf side collapsing of the building. I mean, yes. there's so much going on, right? And, and mm -hmm. when you say closure, when you say, I mean, I think of healing, I think of, you know, coming to terms with some of the things that we cannot control. So I think you're going to have an amazing event. So great yes. speakers, giveaways, uh, they need to register. Are you in social media? at all? Can they find you in social media? Well, right now, I'm really not on social media as, as far as, you know, like I should be. <laughs> the best way to reach me, yeah, the best way to reach me is they can reach me at 305-430-9850. Uh, they can text or call that number. Awesome. And and so they can get in touch with you and find out more. Now, are you planning to have other events down the line during the year? Oh, Yes. Awesome. Yes. So this is something that you, this is in your heart. You have a passion for doing this kind of events. 
Yes. How many people are you expecting based on other events that you have done? Uh, we're, we're preparing for 150 people, especially students. Wow. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. What a blessing, right? I mean, the school year is right around yes. the corner. Uh, we are also doing a backpack drive. We're doing school supplies. We're doing backpacks as well. I mean, many organizations are working together in the community right. to, to help, mm -hmm. right? The families that are in need. Rhodesia, I cannot thank you enough for what you're doing. I think you're doing an amazing job. Please tell us that website once again so that people can register to be in attendance. U-C-O-S-N-O-W dot O-R-G. That's U Coast Now. U-C-O-S-N-O-W dot O-R-G. And they can register there. And if you were not able to grab that, you call me here at the mission and I'll give it to you. Thank you so much mm -hmm. for joining us. It's always a pleasure to speak with you and best of luck with your event. Thank you so much. Well, once again, we're in that part of the program where we get to talk to someone who is going through life change. And I have with me uh, today, Gary. Gary is actually a resident uh, in our program, uh, actually on the Miami campus. And so, Gary, welcome to the program and being ready and, and able to share your story. Yes, thank you. It was uh, my pleasure. Um, uh, I started off my early teenage years with the with an alcohol problem already developing and drugs shortly following right after that starting with you know, marijuana and now would you say that was from peer pressure or family matters or where where do you think oh, that I had from? seen marijuana and alcohol in my home before and then it just I suppose it slowly had gradually took a hold of me and my friends as well as you know it became a normal thing mm -hmm. for us to do and then I had got introduced to cocaine shortly right before my 20s and it really took a downward spiral in my entire life um, my dad had committed suicide a couple years back and oh wow yeah it really it really hurt um i had really stopped caring about what i had done and i ended up homeless and my addiction i had really stopped contact with all family so that's that's depression. That's deep depression. Yes, I I really had no desire for anything but my addiction and to continue the use of it. Um, I had left my education behind at an early age, and due to alcohol and drugs, and there just wasn't no desire anymore for that to continue. I just had. Loud. Now, how how was you able to um, pay for your habit? Well, a lot of times I would use blood banks plasma or beg for money any way that I possibly could. I have stolen items before and been in trouble for that as well. Um, any is, way you can get the money. Any way that I was possibly able yeah. to get money, I was doing that. Um, I had left Kansas City where I was from. That is my hometown, Kansas City, Missouri, um, because of the weather. It was in January and the streets had become really unstable. So I had had a little bit of money coming to me and I had left to seek warmer weather. And when I had came to Miami, I was still in the same situation, addicted to drugs and alcohol. And I had proceeded on with that addiction, carried right on and gra gradually progressed into. Now, where did you kind of hang out in Miami? Was it South Beach or on the over here on the mainland? I mean. Where did you hang out? I had made my home there in Bayfront Park and where they had some other homeless people. Mm -hmm. We would camp there. Okay. And commence 
to all at once gradually using and they had showed me where everything was in Miami where how to get drugs where to get alcohol where to go panhandle for money and you know what about where to go get a meal yes that's absolutely was it is a priority when and they had told me about the Miami Rescue Mission and I had been there every day for showers they offer showers throughout the week numerous amounts of times during the week and every day yes. for meals and then several times for their showers yes. a week and they had just take taken care of me and then I had finally hit the bottom part of my addiction to where I really couldn't go on and that's when I had started inquiring about the program Okay. At the Miami Rescue Mission. So I, you started asking questions. Yes, I knew that. You it, saw people coming in and out, and they didn't look like they were just part of the line. No, I knew. I had knew and that they had been changing their lives because I could see them in there while they was eating dinner as I was coming in. And I knew that I had had to do something. I was getting desperate. There was not any more money for the drugs to come in. I had used up all my resources on my way to, you know, getting thrown in jail as to, for survival. So I came in there, talked to them. The guest service members of the staff told me exactly what I needed to do. I had stayed out front that evening, came right in that morning with what I had on my back. Okay, Gary, we're going to stop you right there. We're going to take a short break, but you don't want to turn that dial because Gary's going to tell you the rest of the story as he began the program at the Miami Rescue Mission. Well, I hope you stayed with us because uh, if you, um, before the break, heard Gary's story, quite interesting how he got to the Miami Rescue Mission. And now he's at that point where he found uh, he was in the emergency line for quite some time. And uh, now he's decided he's desperate. He wants a change uh, life and so he's decided to come into the life-changing program so Gary tell us how you felt now in those first days as you actually now are not just emergency line person just eating and showering but now you're actually going to be living in the building and part of the program yes as I said I had came into the Miami rescue mission out of desperation um, when I had got there I was still withdrawing from drugs and alcohol. I had really not any direction as to where I was going. It took me a while to convince myself even that I needed to be there because I was still lying and in denial that I had a problem. Um, And as I had talked to many people there, they showed me support. And they just kept me staying there, you know, one more extra day. I just, <laughs> one more extra day, one more extra day. And now that I had attended the education center that they have there for the adults, um, and with the teachers and the education supervisors that they have there, they have really mm-hmm. just put me in a direction now to where I'm actually going to proceed into a career in law enforcement mm. after I, yes. I, that's uh, amazing. Oh, yes, on the opposite side of to where I was, you know, before I came in, I was avoiding the police, and now I am inquiring on how to become one. So I am truly grateful, and, and God has blessed me with the Miami Rescue Mission, and I don't have any words to express what they have done for so me. So how did you feel, like, in the mornings? I know the schedule was quite intense when you come into the program. I mean, your day is... 
orchestrated from morning till night as to where you're going to go and what you're going to be doing. But in the first in the morning, right after breakfast, you go to devotion. What did you feel about all that? Because sometimes the men aren't too happy about going that early to devotion. Yes, it, it was a change because I had been able to sleep when I went on the streets and now I had had to a routine schedule. At first, I didn't really know what to believe, to think about it. I I knew about Christianity and the Bible and stuff, but then when I had really had it, took, I had to stop everything what I was doing and go and actually pay attention to what the Word of God said into myself and how to apply it to myself. And I was read, I seen myself in it. And as the pastors or the ministers, they come and they will talk with you one on one and help you figure it out and explain it to you. And they minister to the people that, as I'd come in from the outside, they had ministered, and they really just strive to change people's life. They want them to to change, and they have helped me so much. With the scheduling, I just grew adapt to it. And now if I'm, uh, as I'm an alpha, um, it's a fantastic experience. Um, we get to go do exciting new things that we have never done before. Yeah, Alpha class, you, you're you actually taken. You have a special class called Creative Living, and that class allows you to experience the arts and um, music and symphonies and all kinds of different things. So it does give you quite an experience. Yes, absolutely. And they let you, they show you how to do things sober, soberly, where, where I do not have to use to have fun. I can continue my life every day knowing... I can come back to the mission and still do those great things even after I am gone. After I graduate, I can still come back and do creative living with them and know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. And the the time length of the mission that they they dedicate to men that come in there is a godsend. And I hope that all do come to the mission that are in need. And because if you stick with it, your life will be changed as it has changed mine. Well, Gary, thank you for sharing your story. I'm sorry we're at the end of our time because I'd love to keep listening to you. But isn't it amazing what God can do uh, with a life that is first surrendered and willing to accept help? And you are headed for a bright future. Thank you, Gary. Thank you very much for having me. Well, what a great testimony from Gary. You know, that's what it's all about in our centers and what we do every day to help those that are experiencing homelessness. It's about change lives, about people wanting to really change their life. And you know, if you've ever embarked on something of change in your own life, maybe it's to get in a little better shape, lose some weight, stop smoking, uh, whatever it is, it takes discipline and some willpower along with that. In the best case scenario, if you're going to be successful at a life change, you have someone that you are accountable to. And you can sign up for the best classes. You can get the best gyms in the world. But if you don't go, you don't perform, you don't exercise, you're not going to get in better shape. And so when men and women come to our our buildings, either in Miami or in Broward, when they come into one of our centers, uh, they are coming as just as they are. Many times they have really nothing. They're bringing nothing with them, especially the women that are fleeing domestic violence. They may have two kids. Uh, maybe one suitcase and that's it. So they don't have uh, clothing for their kids. They don't have the hygiene products. They have nothing. And the same thing with men. When they come in many times, they just come in with the, the clothes on their back. And those clothes aren't in very good shape many times. But when they get, when they come into our centers and our staff and our volunteers start encouraging them and they start attending the different life skill classes and they start having uh, people care about them, 
then they can start seeing that little glimmer of hope. You know something? Maybe something will be different this time in my life. I'm so sick and tired of being on the streets. I'm so sick and tired of letting men beat me up. I'm so sick and tired of not being, uh, not, not finishing the things that I start. And what all we can do is to continue to encourage them, hold them accountable, give them rewards for accomplishing the goals that they set before themselves. Uh, but we can't change uh, for them. Just like you can't, no one can change for you. They have to do the hard work. So we applaud and uh, uh, really uh, hold up to high esteem those that come in with nothing and then leave with a suit, uh, suitcase full of clothes, maybe more than just one suitcase, sometimes two suitcases, uh, a job and a home and, and a better outlook on life. And they've battled some of the demons in their past and now they're ready on a road of recovery and a road of a, a brand new future. You know, the Lord says in his word in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven that he has plans for everyone not to harm us not to bring evil to us, but for good. And that doesn't always work out uh, when people go through life, uh, but that is generally what we believe in, is that God has a plan for us. It's up to us what we want to do with our life, and especially people like Gary that come through the doors and have so many, many great needs and, and great desires, too, and visions of their future. So we can't do it. We can't help people like Gary without you. For $2.10, you can provide a hot, nutritious meal. I've said this for, for decades here, that hope often begins with that first meal. If you come down to one of our centers and to talk to some of our men and women, you'll hear that story. You, say, you know, I came here, I wasn't really sure what I want to do, but I was hungry, and I ate that first meal, and I came again, I got another meal, and I said, these people are treating me pretty good, they're not judging me, they're not condemning me, they actually keep on having their hands held out to help me, I, I, want, I want to change, and that's how it begins many, many times. So go to our, our website at caringplace.org slash July, that's caringplace.org slash July, to, to make a special donation. Donation. Again, $2.10 provides one meal. So for $21, that's 10 meals. And some people that are listening can do much more than that. By the way, we're still gearing up for our, our beautiful summer giveaways that we do for our children. You know, Chris, July is called the Christmas in July month. We're celebrating it all month long. We've already had some food basket giveaways, some clothing giveaways. Now we're gearing up to do some sneaker giveaways. And this has been traditional. We uh, will probably give away 400 to 500 pairs of brand new sneakers to children of all ages to help them start the new school year. And also we want to have school supplies. So go to caringplace.org, find out how you can get involved, how you can help a child start school with a little something extra this year. Well, God bless you. You stay safe and tune in next Sunday right here on News Radio 610 WIOD for more Mission Possible. This podcast was presented by the Miami Rescue Mission Broward Outreach Centers, also known as The Caring Place www.caringplace.org Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.